This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 253 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Visit them at kppusa.com. Enjoy today's tip. Howdy, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have back with us Kathy Weishoff, and uh, Kathy is an eventer, has successfully participated in furthering the sport through her teaching, training, and competing. We had her on a little while ago, and she's a very popular rider here in Lexington, Kentucky, and internationally. You can learn more about Kathy at Horse Tip Daily. Just look for Kathy Weishoff. And as you know, she's been on the show many times before if you listen on a regular basis. And she does teach clinics here in the U.S. as well as being a journeyman clinician for the O'Connor Camps. And we're going to be back with Kathy right after we speak with another friend of Adventures, Eco Gold, and hear from Kyle Carter. You know, regular listeners to Horse Tip Daily know that we love the products at Eco Gold. Well, there's others that love the products at Eco Gold too that are a little better riders than I am. And one of those is Kyle Carter, the international eventer and well known in the eventing community and just a fun, lovely guy, a good family man too. And here's what Kyle has to say. Well, I came across the saddlepad the first time when I was over at Burley and uh, one of one of the Canadian riders was riding in, in the saddle pad, and uh, I got to try it in a schooling session. I loved it, and I actually stole the saddle pad from her and used it on cross-country at Burley. It is bar none the best saddle pad out there. We get given saddle pads all the time because people want you to ride with their logo on your on your horse, and uh, I've taken, I've reduced every saddle pad in my, in my string to equal goal for the major competition. Thank you, Kyle. You can find those saddle pads at ecogold.ca. That's ecogold.ca. The biggest thing about warming up for cross-country is I tend to think of it as a show-jumping warm-up to start with because I want the horses to stay quiet and focused. Cross-country is not about going fast. It's about jumping all your fences in a rhythm and in a good balance, and depending on the level of the horse is directly related to the speed at which we jump certain fences so when I'm warming up for cross country I'll make sure that I let the horse get into the area and see everybody else that might happen to be careening around at Mach 9 and tell them that they don't have to do that and I'll quietly walk trot and canter thinking of a little bit of a dressage frame I'll quietly once I have the canter established go ahead and start cantering the cross rail cantering a little vertical and then going to the oxer. And at most events now, we're fortunate enough to have a solid obstacle in the warm-up in order to get our eye in and let the horse see jumping, jumping a little more solid obstacle, which is what we're going to deal with on cross-country anyway. So it's awesome that we're getting more of those in the warm-up. So after I've done all three of our basic warm-up fences is when then I will, again, come in a show-jumping canter quietly to the solid obstacle and once I feel like the horse understands it and, and we're, we're feeling a good rhythm and we're in sync, then I'll pick up the pace a little bit and think about jumping it a little bit more at the cross-country speed. After I do that, then I quietly go back to walk 
if my horse might be a little worried about the start box, I might take them over and hang out by the start box a little bit, walk around, even though it might be two or three horses before I go. The horses that might be a little sticky going out cross-country, a little nervous, a little worried about the first fence, again, I will jump a fence and then go right to the start. I won't let them sit around at the start box and then... Sometimes if we do that, they tend to not want to leave all their friends. So I find that that's a good way to get them out of the box confidently. And for the horses that are a little bit more lit up and are a little bit anxious about starting, I'll go to the start box a little bit early and let them just hang out and watch the horses start. Well, we thank Kathy for providing that series of tips for us. We really appreciate her joining us, and I'm sure we'll have her back soon. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. And also don't forget, it's it's less than 55 days left until the World Equestrian Games. And we'll be doing the 2010 radio show every evening from the International Equestrian Festival, recording live shows for you. You'll be able to listen live to daily wrap-ups of the World Equestrian Games right here on the Horse Radio Network. Well, we appreciate you listening, and don't forget, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.